1: Hello there, Pete Donaldson here from the Football Ramble. Perhaps you've listened before. Uh, we don't usually do this due to the fluid nature of football reporting and indeed uh, the fluid nature of time itself. Uh, but we, we basically thought it was necessary, since we actually uh, dedicate a whole corner to him, uh, to basically say this podcast was recorded on Monday night before the tragic news that uh, Mr Diego Armando Maradona left his post as Argentina manager. So it seems that some hairs on heads actually did get touched after all so uh yeah enjoy the show regardless though hi it's cammy here chris kamara it's unbelievable jeff and this is the football ramble
2: Welcome, come on in Football Ramble time ladies and gentlemen And it's lovely to have your ears Luke Moore is to my left Alright Pete Donaldson is nearly opposite me I'm nibbling your ears mm. You're not <laughs> And uh, James or Jim Campbell is to my right Easy <laughs> <laughs> Good Alright Ice Cube yeah. uh, <laughs> Gentlemen like
3: Doggy Snoop Snoop <laughs> <laughs> no, let's not start doing
2: that. Um, uh, here's the opening question coming at you. Uh, oh, spontaneous. It's uh, it's it's summer signing time. Yes, yeah? it is, yeah, absolutely. It, it's the You're season. Right. You're right. Um, or the pre-season, should I say. Uh, what was a memorable summer signing for you, chaps, from overseas? Do you want me to go first? Please.
3: Um, I'll go for um, when... It's so a bit of a double double one for me, a bit of a Barney rubble. Okay. I'll <laughs> go for when... <laughs> out of the blue, uh, um, Javier Mascherano and out of the sky blue and K- Calito Tevez yeah. signed for West Ham. Yes, mm. very strange. Well, that happened. was
0: funny because um, there was a lot of reports the previous day saying Tevez had pretty much signed for Arsenal. And then oh, just really? out of the blue He'd signed for West Ham It was Mascherano. all very shady
3: And we know what happened afterwards It all went a yeah. bit sort of wrong And Sheffield Let's not mention it too much Because Sheffield United you know, fans to get very annoyed again yeah.
0: Yeah. But that would be <laughs> yeah. mine Because it just came from nowhere with Sean Bean.
3: Well we knew, we knew And the crazy thing about it Was that um, After a while Javier Mascherano Was being kept at the team By Hayden Mullins He couldn't get, <laughs> he couldn't get near the first <laughs> team yeah. Tevers was, took a while But when he got going he kept West Ham up You know Not, not so handy but, but you know He did he, so did he was a huge well. part yeah, massive. It was a massive Massive the sort of thing that Sky Sports News was invented for signing (laughs) you know so um, I'll go for
2: those there was a great moment when Tevez I think it was his first goal For West Ham Because you know he took a while To score yeah. It was a free kick against Spurs In off the bar mm. And they lost 4-3 at home And he scored And he just galloped Into the <laughs> yeah. crowd yeah. It was yeah. a wonderful it, Wonderful moment He jumped
3: into the crowd And started biting chunks Out of fans <laughs>
0: was no, There was no vampire behaviour Mascherano was funny In that I- instance Wasn't he Because he just, it just seemed Like he really didn't try You wonder whether It was just that he was sort of having trouble settling but he, yeah, he was either was. an absolute disgrace yeah. or just a very <laughs> despondent man. It's yeah. very hard to know which.
2: But maybe he knew because of these sort of shady dealings he thought, well I know th- there's a better club on its way so yeah. I can't be bothered here or something.
3: What, did a bit of a, what's known in the trade as a Winston Bojada.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. Um, sorry,
3: sorry, they won the World Cup. i have never heard of this club before. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> yeah.
1: How did that happen? Yeah. They
2: won the World Cup. Pete, your summer signing.
1: Uh, my summer signing, Frank Dumas to um, <laughs> right. United in uh, You're gonna have 99 explain. No it's not really Oh I, I was torn between uh, Ginola uh, Oh yeah To, to Newcastle Because yeah, it was Because I remember Being Obviously being in the northeast at the time um, Before the internet Before the internet Marcus <laughs> wow. Can you imagine Such a thing yeah. uh, They just ran the same PSG goal Over and over again On look north <laughs> Mike Neville <laughs> Mike Neville <laughs> yeah. introducing the spot And uh, yeah They just used to They only had one crappy Sort of really badly VHS uh, up Clip of him Scoring a goal If you're uh, in the North Does that just mean look around?
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's got, Look at Scotland So that sounds to me They've titled that show Predominantly for Southern audiences But it only goes out, out in the North
1: Yeah maybe maybe. But uh, I'm actually going to go for uh, Robinho uh, Oh yeah uh, oh, nice. Last day last, uh, The last day of the transfer win Rabinho
3: right? didn't know what was going on Nor did Mark Hughes <laughs> No No Oh, you signed Rabino, have we? Oh, excellent. <laughs> excellent.
1: <laughs> it was—I mean, he, he did all right at first season. And he was—he uh, had—he had, a, he had uh, a, a few very, very decent matches, and it was yeah. just—it was just nice to have somebody. of... It was probably the biggest signing that summer, would you say? Yeah, yeah it was no, oh, right. yeah, yeah. absolutely, yeah. And was it was massive. a bit of a shock at the time as well,
0: because we very quickly become desensitised to City being so, of, sort of like a, a player in the transfer market. But then that was like, like wow, that
1: was, that that was, really was, that was before their money. Was, but it seemed like that was before they got their money. Weirdly, <laughs> even though it was, it was around like the 22 million had a, euros whatever the hell it was. Was that the summer of Andy Burton? It was, yeah. yeah. Every thing, yeah. summer's <laughs> the summer of Andy <laughs> Burton. But
3: like James <laughs> says, that Rubio that, that was a massive statement of intent because no one really got used to the fact that there was money. And you yeah. know, it's a bit like, these sort of things tend to happen so often. <laughs> I was, like, it happened to Pompey. I Pompeo being taken over by billionaires. So often does it never um, sort of transpire. Yeah. But then that was a real statement of intent. Well, something. you're not going to get that
1: back, they say. <laughs> exactly, yeah.
0: And they didn't. So no, cause no. he's... Uh, James or Jim? Well, I'm going to show my Arsenal bias again Ooh. and go for like a very, very exciting uh, foreign transfer, which is, of course, Mikhail Silvestre.
1: He
0: uh, was <laughs> <laughs> an overseas player. No, I'm obviously not going to go for him because he looks like a fish and a potato, and as we've discussed been before. Yeah. Um, I just, who knows? Um, I'm actually going to go for Mark Overmars um, way, yeah. because it was genuinely exciting. Obviously, Dennis Bergkamp heralded sort of that well, I, kind I of thought era. I'm going
2: to go for Bergkamp.
0: Well, yeah, I, I thought about Bergkamp, but I thought, yeah, it's kind of obvious. Um, but Overmars. Um, was such an exciting signing and that's the kind of it's the kind of signings I miss at Arsenal now and obviously I don't begrudge um, Wenger's policies because you know they work to a degree and you don't want to put the club at sort of long term financial risk but I do miss that you kind won of excitement yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly you've got um,
3: a in the summer yeah, well yeah,
0: Shemak looks decent yeah but um you know what I mean though he was sort of well established sort of star yeah, yeah, yeah. and he, he, was, he lived up to it all he was a great yeah. great player really exciting to watch and he added so much to the team and it's, I think my memories are all the fonder purely because he did live up to it all yeah very much so Yeah, good one James
2: good one mm. uh, I'm going to go for Rude Hullett. oh yeah good one to Chelsea and the reason why I'm going for that is for me that was remember I think you said on the the podcast last week Luke that <laughs> in amongst that there was a coherent <laughs> sentence and he said something about the MLS is now sort of taking the Premier League's uh, crown aging,
3: yes. aging world stars oh, was it actually so. a personal point was it James <laughs> <laughs> I accept your apology that's no problem at all you carry on
2: um, uh, and uh, <laughs> it, yeah Hullick came and he still had something to offer, but because he was a striker, obviously,
3: oh, it a classy player. But isn't he, it? but
2: he, he, kind of took a step back, didn't he? Did he not play centre back? Yeah, I bit? love it when players. He, can play, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, he can play anywhere. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And and, and then it, I think he played a bit at centre mid as well. And it was like bloody hell, this yeah. guy was one of the best players in the world, and he's come here, and it was so exciting. And he was one of the first ones that really got um, yeah. the, the foreigners over, and along with Burkamp actually,
3: Burkamp yeah. was was a big um, Zola
2: as well. Yeah, Similar, Zola. Was, I think Zola was a year or two after. But you know it really that. Took um, a while. To bed in, in The whole culture of it. Yeah,
3: of course. Rudd um, was certainly at one stage the best player in the world, I'd say. I'll stick my neck out and say that.
0: Yeah. yeah. Very underrated in in how he's sort of reflected upon Hullet because he very much was sort of oh, well up there for one a of the great best player. players in the world, but you rarely hear him sort of spoken about in of No, you don't. You don't. You're
1: right. He had great touch for a big man. <laughs> 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 he was like a big lampshade with tassels running around. He was so lanky. Yeah, he wonderful. Was. Yeah. One of the sort of last examples of a moustached sort of yeah. brilliant footballer yeah. as well he
3: didn't have a tash when he went to when nah, he not here, no, did he? no, no. Yeah,
1: he, he, did, he did
2: though James you're right but I think when he went to Chelsea he got rid of it
3: oh World Cup 90 had the dreadlocks and the yeah. and the tard, yeah yes of course um,
2: without a doubt I'm taking the points
3: huh. move on nice one Jack <laughs> Warner <laughs> yeah. by the way Jack Warner oh, you know, yeah. I, I mean, know what Jack Warner's been up to oh, oh, tell That's us tell new. us you're not going to believe this I am <laughs> Action, Prime Minister what? Are you being serious? I'm being serious. Acting Prime Minister, when the actual Prime Minister <laughs> has been away on business, Jack Warner has been running Trinidad and Tobago. Oh my god. Wow. Lord. So the reason he's up at the World Cup, <laughs> bigger fish to fry. Like, can just imagine like
1: Scrooge McDuck jumping into a big like, <laughs> yeah.
3: pile of money. <laughs> Thanks to the listener who tweeted me that. I forget your name, but that was, that was <laughs> wonderful news that to hear. And fun. also terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> I was
1: going to say
0: that. Also, I mean, FIFA in previous oh. tournaments did seem like very much just sort of the, you know, the organising body, but now they've become this terrifying Sort of like Skynet-style corporation <laughs> yeah. that seem to be gradually yeah. taking over the world, with their FIFA courts and their members running countries actually
3: running countries.
1: <laughs> yeah. terrifying. Yeah. Give, at least give it the Shaka Hislop, <laughs> yeah. Brian Lara, or something. I don't know.
3: Yeah. That's <laughs> how it works. with the problem that is that <laughs> how it works in this country. Notable as well. men. Right. right, I've got to pop across to the US. Who's around? Gaza. We're <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well,
2: It's working like that in Liberia. Hopefully, George. Yeah. George, George as we, yeah. Yeah. we often say. Yeah. As we often say. Yeah. Um, uh, well. Uh, Let's... let's... I think we, that was international football we yeah, touched level, on there I yeah. don't know quite no. international politics uh, the European Under-19s Championship yes has been going on and everybody's seen this and everybody's talking about it we have to talk about uh, Calvente for Spain scoring that unbelievable penalty against Italy
1: yeah I've watched that about 10 times and I still can't figure out what he's
2: done <laughs> I, mean, <if laughs> I couldn't do that with a hundred attempts. in case anybody hadn't <laughs> seen it Spain played Italy and I think they won 3-0 yeah well they were already
3: turning up at a yeah, time then okay. they got a
2: penalty and uh, Calvente uh, I think that's how you pronounce it Just came up and took the penalty and I mean, how would you describe it he kind of ran up he kicked it with his standing yeah, foot he he? yeah he kicked it with his standing foot
1: effectively and took, took a, a th- swing at it at yeah. the same time so it looked like it was going to the left yeah. but it actually ended up slowly trickling on the right well
2: he ran up as if he was going to hit it with his right foot if throat. he did that for my yeah. team
3: two weeks wages <laughs> Really? <laughs> yeah. No What is this team? But it, it was an it was, it was a, a absolutely audacious effort yeah. It was just superb They're is already two in love in fairness It's though.
0: sickening the amount of talent the Spanish have isn't it just yes. that Even their under 19 side yeah. can do Well talent like that. slash
1: arrogance I guess yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But
0: I th- but, uh, Were the Italian players like complaining
1: about Yes it? It they went like, mental Oh that's not
3: fair They went <sighs> mental I mean uh, It's not like the Italians That we complain is it? It. <laughs> it, was like, it
1: was like Didn't Thierry Henry Notably do that And uh, When he's just training Like warming up for Arsenal He'd sort of He'd go and swing at it but but Yeah that's it, right I've it? seen
3: Totti do the old Spin around back heel Have you seen yeah. no. oh, that Oh that is But the, that yeah, wouldn't yeah.
1: I don't think that would be
2: allowed Because I think the rule is You have to kick it Forward, but as in, so that would be k- interpreted as he's kicking it behind him. Okay, no, nice. surely not. No, I don't think you'd be allowed to do a back heel penalty. Really, I don't think I've
1: never seen really
3: Totti do it in an actual game. No, of no, cool. no one would ever do it. I've seen uh, game. who have I seen? Uh, maybe like Kergamon,
0: which one Jan Kergamon, who missed the oh, yeah, for but Leicester, yeah, for uh, Leicester. <laughs>
3: yeah, for, uh, Leicester <laughs> that would right. <laughs> remind me of that in the penalty shootout in the playoffs. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was okay. absolutely outrageous.
2: What about the uh, the Uruguayan? What's his name? Against Ghana, Oh Abreu. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's amazing. Goal, <laughs> such good value. Sure. El local. But uh, what I like about the um, the, the age capped uh, tournaments is that you do get this kind of great showmanship. Mm. Yeah. And I remember it was either Rabino or Ronaldinho for Brazil obviously. And he did one of those penalties where you where you dink it, you know. Well, he never dinked it. He just touched it along the floor and it barely touched the back of the
3: net. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the sheer Mar- Maradona used to do that. Yeah. I've seen Maradona take penalties, but in his pomp where he would be so confident with saying the keeper's up away, he would literally stroke it in. Yeah. You know. Another one like who does that to a lesser extent if we talked about before is Yakuba. Yakuba yeah. He does that every time.
2: But it's great with these these championships uh, because there's not that many people watching. It's not a big television audience. They can really just express themselves, and this lads made a name for himself already.
3: Speaking of expressing yourselves, Go England on. are
2: doing okay. They are. I moving on to that. <laughs> they're
3: still playing a flat four four two and hitting the front. they really early. Oh, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's,
2: it's a little bit unsettling to me. Well, well. They're in the semi final. They got uh, the drew one all with France. Ninetieth minute equaliser yeah. got them. Through. You, you
3: know the guy uh, Frank newball who plays for West Ham. Yeah, yeah. big big forward man. They're basically hitting him at every opportunity.
2: Yeah, which, which what what we aspire.
3: And I, 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 I'm just point in it, I'll tell you why, because their manager was Noel Blake, ex-Pompey. Oh, yeah. Ex-Pompey centre-back, so... so where do you learn that, then? <laughs> exactly! I've been racking my brains, James, I'm not sure, i tell you. Do you, do you well, well, in well, fact, well, he could probably do a job for us at the moment. Yeah, that's <laughs> it, yeah, well, we'll
2: move on to that. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, well we've mentioned Spain uh, there's a lot uh, there's a few um, rumblings in the uh, Spanish transfer market hmm. and uh, some people have been moaning about the Spanish transfer etiquette of Barcelona and Real Madrid hmm. surprisingly as yeah. if, as if the, you know, those two clubs always cover themselves in glory but uh, I think Barcelona have, have been a bit naughty with Fabricas
0: a bit naughty <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> James I very dissect. much want to swear well, shall, we go, <laughs>
3: shall we go Matt a you can get it. <laughs> <laughs> well
0: it is I mean obviously Real Madrid get sort of taken to task with this sort of stuff all the time and there seems to be this opinion that oh, Barcelona seem to have let themselves down in the transfer window th- this season it's not like them to do that it is like yeah. them to do that they do it all the time they did it with Thierry Henry they've done it with various other players in the past There with Overmars and Petit uh, not to the same extent but this has been an absolute like yeah, they always I think they just victimise Arsenal yeah, they do yeah, they, they <laughs> g- genuinely do they're uh, the Barcelona they, London, London. It's like they, yeah, <laughs> well, they play a similar style not as effectively so they take the best players seems to be the, the plan that actually works for them give as it well. three it could be Theo the annoying yeah. thing is well <laughs> the, annoying, <laughs> the annoying thing is, is it's, pl- it's players you respect like Xavi like Iniesta like, yeah. like even Saint Lionel Messi you know, they wear them all out oh, yeah. who's us it it's an <laughs> absolute
3: propaganda Messi machine come yeah,
0: Messi's done Messi's yeah, done right, Busquets.
3: Yeah. They, they've all been at it Boy, have, oh, that's, <laughs> the, the <thing laughs> Busquets is one of the lowest quality individuals I've ever yeah. seen Pepe Reyna
0: used to play for Barcelona obviously doing that thing he did with the Spanish celebrations where he said that Cesc was the future of Barcelona and they forced shirt on him that,
3: that outrageous that was horrible he looked really disgusting, disgusting. Yeah, I could just imagine James in his pants and the sofa just being apple-
1: <laughs> 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 just I
3: remember it squeezing a plastic cup a horrible day
0: but didn't have any money Fabregas looked so didn't have any it. toilet paper <laughs> only food I had in the flat was fruit and fibre what a conundrum yes. oh, it made the day a lot worse at least it's healthy though
2: yeah um, uh, <laughs> bright side James you need that um, but uh, it is true though they have signed a lot of Arsenal great Arsenal players well, yeah, but it's, I don't <laughs> I remember Ray Parlour making no. this
0: but <laughs> it's the way they, they've gone about it though isn't it it's really underhanded and it is, it's a typically Spanish thing and it's obviously oh. there is no, 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 no but it's <laughs> hard sport. It's, it's true though like, look yeah. at Madrid it is it, it, I think I'm sure it's how they work between the clubs themselves as well it's just the English playing the game the time as well. of, course defending them. of course they do but Madrid and Barcelona my, my are so. favourite Chelsea part Chelsea
2: and Man City have covered them
3: yeah. glory of <laughs> yes, late with the transfer my <laughs> favourite um, part of the entire it's saga it's and gone to Spurs <laughs> my favourite part of the entire saga and I, I do agree with what James is saying it's, it's scandalous the way they're behaving, and I, I, I don't I don't concern it at all. But is my, my favorite part of it is the fact that it's clearly in the contravention of FIFA rules to tap up players who are under contract. Yeah. Yeah. FIFA reported on their website. Yeah, Xavi <laughs> <laughs> <Was that, laughs> says this. Iniesta says yeah. that. But
0: they're getting they're getting around it by getting <laughs> the players to do it, aren't they? Especially mm. with his Catalan roots. And I suppose in a way because he was poached from their youth team, they, they probably think well this is reasonable. And th- there's all this stuff where they're saying you know we're not going to pay over the odds for Fabregas. We'll only pay the market value. But you know the mar- Look at the, the players they've signed yeah, yeah. for the. Money they've spent, like Chigrinsky was like twenty-five million. Mm-hmm. So if God Fabregas, God. at like twenty-three years old, is going to get you yeah. fifteen goals, probably as many assists, you know, in a season. Ibrahimovic, who's not as good as Samueletto was forty
2: million euros. At yeah. Sam and so yeah.
0: Fabregas <laughs> is is worth the, the valuation. <laughs> I did see a report that he had signed like some sort of agreement the other day, but I think it turned out to be nothing. But there's mm.
1: so much. As he, he, he completed like personal terms, or something that, that was what I read. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I should,
3: can you do that? But I don't think the personal terms would be. I think yeah. that would be more of a sort of. Yeah. Because he, he obviously Is a Barcelona fan yeah. He will go there At some stage He knows the you know. club I don't actually think Barcelona will get him This summer But I think the personal terms Will be the least Stumbling block mm. for,
0: but it's, uh, it's an unusual one Isn't it It very much seems like um, There's a, a lot of Sort of reporting Saying that it's Laporta really wanted to bring him there as like a sort of final kind yeah. of jewel in the crown of his yeah. legacy, and uh, it just seems like they're relentlessly pursuing him. And is it
3: where would he play? Well, is, uh, I mean, that's 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 a good, it's a good point. But my, another the other thing that's worth pointing out actually is that I would predict to Barcelona to get a lot more like this because the guy who's taken over from Laporta, or oh, yeah, he's like a really um, uh, sort of not vicious, but a really sort of harsh ma- sports marketing man, yeah. Yeah. and he and he expects I like think Gary Cook. Yeah, oh, sort of God, that, yeah. Yeah. Expe- I think I think people are expecting them to use a, lose a UNICEF thing, get a proper sponsor, all that sort of stuff. Mm. So they might well That'd be, be a shame. And in fairness, let's not let's not forget that under Laporta they were carrying a UNICEF logo, but still going to like homes of vicious dictators and playing games there to raise yeah, money yeah. and stuff. So you know, it's not all cut and dried yeah, yeah. But I, I do agree with you, James. I think I think they are acting poorly, mm. and, and it is a shame because they are they're very they are though. an amazing I mean, institution that,
1: with yeah, the
0: yeah, with the the, the the way they play football and yeah. the way they typically have played football in the past. As well, I
1: just get the feeling in that sort of unit, do they need? like they'll have, like, you can get any player to will be able to score close in that situation yeah. for if, kind of, I, mean, like, I don't
3: but... I mean how much is he going to it's going to cost a lot of money <sighs> well they
0: they bid something like 28 million didn't they earlier in the season but uh, I think 50 million is completely reasonable for million. that sort of play
2: yeah I did well let's move across to uh, Real Madrid yeah. and uh, two of their oldest serving players are, are moving on yep. mm.
3: yes I mean, Guti and, and Raul what a pair of players they are eh is Guti trying to get away from that deaf boxer that's still <laughs> yeah <laughs> I think Guti might be on his way to Besiktas to th- there about. is rumours yeah of Besiktas
2: yeah. and then uh, Raul
0: looks set to join Schalke 04
3: It was
2: talk <laughs> but again, it's not later today
0: that he's also like, had offers from the Premier yeah, I heard,
3: I heard that. I I don't think. I don't actually think. Raul. I, I think he's a wonderful player, and he, he has been certainly. I mean, around. I think it might Marcus. You might be to help me out here, but I think around 2003, when they played United in the Champions League, and Raul was just magnificent. Yeah, he yeah, was unbelievably. Is he? Is he still the all-time top scorer in the Champions League? I think he is. Uh, is he? Okay, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that, but I know that that season, Ruvan Nistoroy was top scorer in the Champions League for United. But Raul must have got nine or ten goals think, that season. I think he it was brilliant.
2: I think it was the season actually after. Man United. Won the Champions League, so it might have been ninety-nine to nah, two thousand. No, no, and they went, that. and they went to Old Trafford and won. So when Ronaldo scored a hat, right. no, 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 then, that's uh, different. I think it was when Roy Keane scored an own goal, and then Raúl scored two, and they might have won three-one or something.
3: They beat them yeah. six-five in aggregate. It
2: was, that was No, that was another. That oh, okay, was a that's, later. What I'm,
3: that's what I'm talking about anyway.
2: Well, that was more Ronaldo's day, whereas okay. the one I'm talking about, Raúl, I think scored a couple of. Okay, right. Goals.
3: Hmm. He's, he's
1: getting on a bit when he's,
2: Fernando he's, Redondo did that great turn. Oh, I mean, forgot
1: about Redondo. Yeah,
2: super.
1: He's getting on. Bit, that, um, that Schalke team is led by that Mag- is it Magath, the uh, oh, German? is Felix yeah. yeah. Uh, he's like you wouldn't want to face him. He's supposed to be a real sort of horrible. They call him Saddam, Because <laughs> <laughs> <Did they>?
3: <laughs> he's so, a, he's so of horrible Parasme to his play well,
2: uh, According to Harry Redknapp, uh, fans would sing Saddam's name even if he put money into their club. You know, <laughs> exactly. <yeah.
1: laughs>
3: you know, people. exactly. No, I, th- I think. I also. I mean, for me, you're I, a big fan of Gucci. I, I probably you? overrate him actually, but I think he's one of my favourite players ever. Mm. I think. I've, I've, really? There's not. There's not been, in my opinion. I've, I've not seen a better pass of the ball than Guti. I mean, <laughs> would it, would you, you Would you call him a midfield bowl, general? Right. He, no because because no, for me a general someone who's a bit of an enforcer I okay, think Guti okay. is
0: almost like the ultimate utility man isn't he sort of a, across the midfield oh, play playing <laughs> in defence <laughs> <laughs> I,
3: I mean, Gu-
0: Guti- no, yeah, you true. pointed this out once Luke and it's that Guti's played something like 15 times for Spain which is yeah. just
3: unbelievable yeah, no. yeah. playing that it's, good it's, he's got 520 odd games for Real Madrid They have played 15 nothing. times for Spain yeah. it's, um, but but f- thing- f- 520 games in your career <laughs> yeah, that, that's
0: not much, is it? But
3: well, I don't know. That's not bad uh, for, for the biggest club in the world. Well, I suppose so. Yeah, yeah that's reasonable. I, I think that Guti. I mean, Zidane said it as well. Zidane said if Guti had it in the in his head, is, is uh, the way. Is it? If Guti had it in his head, the way Zidane did. He'd he'd be the, the same player. He said Zidane, yeah. Zidane rated him so highly and said, "Look, training ground, technique, vision, passing range, he's got it all." He yeah. was right in
2: there with all those guys. Yeah. Oh, he
3: was. Yeah. Well, I, I know a couple of people whose football opinion I respect who say they've been to the Bernabeu, they've seen all those Galacticos, yeah. and they're most impressed with Guti But, but, he, but he, the he, problem with Gucci is he was he's, mass, he's a massively difficult character. So he'd fall out of almost every manager, mm. and, then, and then the manager would invariably leave, and he'd be there starting again the with a new manager, who mm. then he'd fall out with. So he'd only <laughs> play the first sort of four months of a new manager's tenure yeah. and he'd never get in the team again but, he,
2: but he, he I suppose raise his game he had to because when Beckham signed for them everyone thought I was going to be well he changed it the league got that
0: much better that everyone had to <laughs> step, it, step yeah. it up you know but he,
2: he, he was I remember he was really put out and he thought oh he's going to take my place and he, there was talk of him going elsewhere but he didn't he managed to he kept yeah. his place And I like, uh, look, his I like, if he goes right.
3: wherever he goes I, I like to see him <laughs> hopefully play for a Champions League club or hopefully. Bolton there's talk, of, you know, there's talk of them going to Blackburn or something mm. I mean, that would Allardyce is weirdly good at getting players to do that though isn't yeah, he? yeah. I mean there's talk of Raquel and all sorts of. Bars. I
2: think that's obviously bollocks as well do we right well let's, uh, let's go down a, a few footballing tiers to Sheffield Wednesday um, they've, uh, footballing tiers could very well be
0: shed soon mm. Mm. Uh, there wow. we are
2: James good they've got a winding up order mm. And they uh, have. Uh, it's over an unpaid tax bill. £500,000, I think.
0: £550,000. Yeah. It's not just, the spiralling debts of other clubs.
2: Yeah,
1: it's
0: not oh, no. huge, is it? I mean. It's not ideal, though, is it? I mean, no, it's I quite mean, hard to raise, surely, from that okay, sort of club's perspective. It
3: often seems obscene, because, I mean, if you look at. Remember a while ago when Hyde United got in touch and we were like, talking about them yeah. trying to raise money for them? Their bill, I mean, for them it was quite big, but if you think of the sort of perverse amount of money that's in football. Yeah. I mean, I don't think. The problem is you get into a situation where you're like, well, it's only half a million. Clubs could put together and bail them out, but I mean, they need to start, They need to run their club properly. Yeah. I, would, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I don't think that's necessarily fair to say that. I yeah, guess. Yeah. I
1: guess tax bills are one sort of slice of a very big debt pie. Yeah. I, so I, th- I imagine. Th- I imagine they probably got debtors as, as well as tax. Uh, yeah. yeah. Taxes. Well. I,
3: I know what I do know is that HMRC are, are getting a little bit annoyed with not getting money all the time for football. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Everyone else gets money. They well, never get it. Well, fortunately,
2: <laughs> um Palace sets, uh, are set to emerge from administration. That's, so good that's news. Uh,
0: Yeah. yeah. On the subject of Palace, I have an email. Oh yeah, far away, old sport. Ramblers, parenthesis, ho ho it's pre-season and at this special time of year I am often reminded of a comical pre-season friendly I saw featuring Ian Dowie's newly promoted Crystal Palace I was living in Germany at the time and working with a Palace fan as premiership teams travelled the globe uh, to unearth untapped third world commercial markets Simon Jordan sent Palace by ferry and coach over to Austria at the last minute to play some local teams it's good of him yeah (laughs) being just across the border from Austria me and my mate caught the train across to see them play when we arrived we were startled by what we saw Palace were playing on a pitch In the local park Of an Austrian village (laughs) There was no ground as such No barriers No stand Or obvious seating area So me and my mate Sat down with a few cans On the touchline Still amazed We were due to watch A premiership side Playing in what was Essentially a local park (laughs) My favourite moment was when Dougie Friedman went down under a hefty challenge right by where we were sitting. Go on, Dougie. Not wanting to miss an opportunity to get close to his idol, my mate wandered onto the pitch next to the clearly distressed Dougie. He promptly laid beside him in a position which I believe in the Kama Sutra is referred to as Spooning. (laughs) 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 After which I took a photo of them both just as the angry physio ushered us away. Um, However, (laughs) the afternoon took a turn for the worse when later after the game my mate approached the players for an autograph. Not one single player signed for him and even Ian Dowie waved him away saying no autographs That's despite outrageous. my mate being one of only five Palace fans at the game in a park in Austria. <laughs> How yeah. can you yeah. not have an autograph? He had
1: just spooned Dougie for Lunch
0: yeah. yeah. If
3: anything definitely give him an autograph yeah. for that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my mate was clearly
0: upset and decided we should leave. Before doing so he just nipped into the park shack to use the facilities before our three hour train ride home. It turned out all the Palace players were in the shack getting changed. Five minutes later my mate returned grinning like mad and shouted far too late for my liking, I've just seen Dougie Friedman's knob. <laughs> Incidentally, Palace 1-2-1. Pre-season friendlies, you've got to love them. <laughs> At gentlemen, Stuart. Thank you very much, Stuart. Uh, that's good,
3: good story. Well, <laughs> well done to you, Stuart. That's marvellous and to stuff. your unnamed friend. Marvellous stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: um, and, uh, a ridiculous pre-season tour there. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, Portsmouth have been yeah. on a pre-season <laughs>
3: tour of uh, North America. Well, sort of. Sort of a pre tour Well
2: yeah they, uh, <laughs> Their week-long tour Of the United States And Canada um, Apparently they could uh, Scarcely feel the team uh, They relied heavily On youngsters <laughs> With no experience um, And uh, they got stranded In Chicago By a lightning storm That's not their fault We no, can't blame them yeah. for that um, Well I, I, I blame them bold.
3: Peter Story <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, They only had about Four hours to sleep The players Apparently before Saturday's uh, game With DC United And they had no time to the train for three days. Yeah, the mm.
3: worst part about all this is that Pompey actually ended up playing DC United. Yes, uh, lost the kit. Yes, so had to play in DC United away kit yep. and got humped four 0 yeah. well, no, <laughs> wearing the other team's kit. <laughs> there was three sendings off in that game. <laughs> Aiden Mullins was one of them.
0: Well, it's embarrassing, isn't it? You know, but you need these pre-season tours to get yourself ready for the season Yeah,
1: you know like the Man City while well, they've been over in their US camp they've had that big welcome to the US with Tevez they've, they've, they've redone that picture yeah. for the uh, oh, for yeah. their camp yeah, oh, I wonder what the Americans think of that you know oh my big, big god I
3: think that Carnu might not have made the trip I think Carnu might be at home in Nigeria as right? always DVT, yeah. 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 DVT. <laughs>
2: apparently um, two players were injured in the Edmonton oh the game. keeper yeah the Hadley one though John yeah. Stewart, yeah He's uh, quite highly
3: were. rated It's just been an
2: absolute disaster of a tour. <laughs> and old, Why uh, do I
3: get the feeling You've put this in the run In order for a very specific reason <laughs>
2: <though>? <laughs> <laughs> What just, just to inform <laughs> um, uh, But Steve Cottrell Is, is there I like Steve Codgill I do as well I've met the man lovely fella very enthusiastic absolutely loves football like yeah. really really does to the point of I'm sure he'll be sitting in pubs around Portsmouth asking people's opinions and, and getting stuck into the chat he really does love it and, and I think for, for a club that has been going through such a hard time and things clearly have got even worse um, you'll need someone a big personality with a lot of enthusiasm and a likeable chap to get them going and hopefully he's the man
3: well he's from um, the thing with Steve Cottrell he's not from the south coast but he spent a lot of time on the south coast he was at Bournemouth for a while Um, and uh, I was saying to you earlier Marcus actually that when Portsmouth went through that stage, you guys probably remember not so long ago. Just going through managers all the time. Steve Cochran was always piping up, so he job, and he wanted the job, and he wanted the job, and he wanted the job. And that's before all this happened, so you know that he's there for the right reason.
2: And he's a reasonable CV as
3: well. Yeah. Oh yeah, he, he, he didn't last long at Stoke. He was he's well rated as a, as a, as a number two for a, for a while. I'm you know I'm pleased. I think to be honest, I think it's got the stage where Pompey are lucky to have him. He's, he's got experience. You know, he's managed he's managed clubs before at a decent level. And, and like you say, Mark, he does come across as very enthusiastic. And I think. You know if anyone can can stable stabilise that ship hopefully it'll be him but it's not started well obviously um it's just a, it's just a losing to the team in, in the away kit which annoys yeah, me <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> a real indignity isn't yeah it? it's, it's, a, it's a shame but, but yeah.
2: i mean that's the way it goes you know? that's the way it goes uh burnley have been on a pre-season tour of the far east yeah what's this hmm. about because
3: I, I, that... I didn't read much about this well, but this, you is, this about is quite it a
2: nice story um they, they went on a pre-season tour of the far east uh, th- th- this was funded by a businessman called john um and he was so fed up that the Premier League's top four teams, uh, top four teams. Sorry, uh, got all the support in Southeast Asia. That he decided to sponsor his beloved Burnley uh, a trip to Singapore to boost their appeal, and uh, he's obviously a very wealthy businessman <laughs> to do such a thing. Um, and. Uh, the uh, watch proudly uh, His uh, side rounded off a successful tour With a 1-0 win over a Singapore select side Nice um, But uh, the, the reason why um, oh, Apparently there was a lot of Man United t- shirts in the crowd mm. So you know have gone down well Maybe like they're going to be Burnley next season you know? <laughs> um, But apparently this, this this all came about Because uh, in his uh, His office uh, Offices They've got clocks on the office, uh, on the office walls sort of Shanghai, Singapore, Dubai All the time zones And he had one of Burnley as well <laughs> <laughs> He's a <big> Burnley fan, <laughs> and he provided, uh, he gave a, a photo of this to the uh, Burnley FC site, I think, and they invited him to come and watch the two-one uh, defeat uh, by Chelsea at the end of January just gone and at the time they were discussing their, their shirt sponsorship with their, their current one and he said uh, it's a Singapore based company and he said well they're absolutely mad about soccer out there why, why don't come and let's organise a tour so
3: bang they did well, and he pays it's for tough. it helps to have rich mates yeah, yeah. it does yeah,
2: yeah.
3: but well, it's a nice, a nice story if any though. fan of the Ramble was a rich businessman and, listen, and listening yeah, if you want <laughs> and a, would a, like to fund a pre-season that
1: that. Ramble tour I'll, I'll Dougie Freeman yeah <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's known as now, so
2: now absolutely we're staying in the US uh, Thierry Henry Scored on his debut against
3: Spurs. Yeah. Loves it, doesn't he? Absolutely <laughs> loves it. Ridiculous. You happy that James? I'm delighted. With yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> I thought you might oh, well, he's forgotten about. Dry your eyes about Barcelona. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was
2: involved in in a wonderful piece of television theory <laughs> oh, on radio. Yeah. Yeah.
3: That was great stuff. I'm sure we've all seen the, this. the best. The best question when he got interviewed. It was on um, a, a, a subsidiary of Fox uh, Network, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, was he like got a
0: sort of this morning style program. They
3: hadn't done their research. Yeah. The, the girl, the girl said, uh, "So you've just come, um, you've just come from." Uh, the World Cup where you won you're yeah. a World Cup and he was like no no no, no. Uh, just <laughs> no. imagine the complete opposite of that <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
0: But he, I think Henri did well didn't he really in the face of such unprofessionalism they clearly didn't know who he was and she was talking to him like so you are from France <laughs> yes. you are doing so well to understand our language <laughs> <laughs> <Really> <laughs> he
1: did, he he did come across yeah. really sort of cool as a he's kid, unflappable guy. isn't he, but yeah, he's didn't he hasn't he made some well. funny comments about racism in Europe and well, he he I thought, think
0: like, uh, yeah that was interesting I the presenters did well they said to him he previously said one of the things he was looking forward to getting away from in Europe was the racism, but they did it in a way so it sounded like it was everywhere. That was right no, like that was the reason everywhere. he
3: was moving. Back yeah, 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 which yeah, yeah, he refuted, but yeah. they did. They uh, still yeah.
0: managed to make it look like
1: that. I mean,
2: sadly, it, I mean, they are right. There is still a lot in, in Europe, especially around football. But as you say, James, the way they did it did sound like you can't move for it. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> They've never had any
0: racism in. Uh, <laughs> 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 exactly. People exactly. like Thierry don't really have problems, do they? No, no, exactly. the, actually, I, I didn't. Even called him like the airy henry as well or something like
2: that <laughs> he didn't do very well with the name. i and can't and talk the, i mispronounce names all the time and the so bloke, and the god bloke, bless your brother
3: the bloke tried to ad-lib and he, he starts going um he went off the script the male presenter and he starts going and what about those horns the horns they have the horns yeah. it's very richard <laughs> Magley, wasn't it yeah and he was like what well, the boobies it? he's like yeah the horn could you could you play with the horns who <laughs> <laughs> was it off-putting and he was a bit like okay sure. I was like, yes it's off-putting
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh dear oh, dear now gentlemen we haven't talked about this man for a little while england and sweden's kenny pavy hey. oh, why am i talking about him i hear you
3: friend crying. of the show why are you
2: talking
1: about him <laughs>
2: thank you uh, <laughs> it's champions league preliminary round time. Preliminary. <laughs> <laughs> i think i got there yeah <laughs> um uh, we're gonna move on anyway uh we could be here for hours and aik ike I call, I call I call yeah. Why are they called call Icor? Call? Call? It's I a nickname
3: A yeah. local, like, local nickname Yeah,
2: They are They've gone through To the third qualifying round Of the Champions League and uh, they're going to play Rosenborg who beat uh, Lingfield Oh yeah, and it, it's a bit of a tough one because Rosenborg or Rosenberg or whatever the local yeah. pronunciation is Luke
1: he made that up yeah. he, did, no. he <laughs> doesn't
2: actually know I'm just joining <laughs> <in>.
3: Rosenborgenstein <laughs> <laughs> I'm staying out of this
1: they, they're
2: going to be playing them and Rosenborg have been in the Champions League before L- a yeah. little bit of pedigree there Yeah, but they've been roundly beaten in the Champions League <laughs> yeah. before yeah. as well but they've still got there though which is always <laughs> an achievement for, for the, uh, the smaller side so the first leg will be happening uh, possibly by the time this is out and then the second leg will be happening uh, at the beginning of August. If Pavey and co can beat Rosenborg, then they will go into the uh, next round Uh, and if they win that then they will be in the Champions League Proper. Proper. proper Yeah uh, However e- If they can just beat Rosenburg, Then no matter what happens They'll have European football Because they'll yeah. be into The Europa League And, oh, and I'm just Epix Please so. lead
1: my dream
2: my <laughs> <laughs> i pay the dream <laughs> um, So uh, Yeah Everybody I want everybody To think good thoughts Like you were
0: going to start <laughs> yeah, yeah For yeah.
2: Eichel they'll Put them out there And we want them in European football Preferably Champions League Yeah, <laughs> yeah But but let's just uh, Rosenberg hope We've Hopefully
0: they'll, the they'll Rosenberg. get to
2: Wembley and we'll They'll get
3: that's
2: what we're holding out for Kenny
3: Pavey's best mate is Jimmy Bullard so hopefully yeah. he can get one over in by getting European football when Bullard's not got it that's
2: right in the Euro- Europa League Majorca have been expelled from the competition with uh, Villarreal taking their place why? Because oh, they uh, of just wedgies Peanuts <laughs> <on> <laughs> yeah. <everybody. laughs> yeah
0: exactly
2: <laughs> Exactly but <laughs> Bangor City from Wales are still alive oh, After w- people saying the greatest night in the club's history Yeah that's incredible <laughs> isn't it? it? So, so good luck there Right then chaps um, Let's just take it off a different tangent mm-hmm. I've got to pull the octopus update Sorry do you good. want to use his full name
3: English-born, the <laughs> octopus.
1: <laughs> I'm sick of hearing about like this frickin' octopus. <laughs> well, we started, so but we will feel go on. Free Last to week, you
3: wanted, you, you wanted to put him on Howard Webb's head.
1: Yeah, and that will be the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> I had a solution for him. Well,
2: he's um, he's uh, been named an honorary citizen of a Spanish town. <laughs> <laughs> what?
1: <Well>, landlocked. <laughs> <laughs> This is agony. <laughs> what use is the key to the sea? <laughs> yeah,
2: Well, it could be on the coast. I it
3: know. could be. I, I haven't done proper research. To be honest. <laughs> I thought that
0: was. I thought that was enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's
3: not the only water in the world that exists in the sea. You can put it in a tank. Well, yeah, apparently, you know what? Octa- octopus
0: ridiculous. Octopuses, whatever yeah. they're called, can, can get out of pretty much anything. They're really, really intelligent, and can, they can make themselves really small and manipulate. A lot oh,
3: I things. don't think they are. Apparently. Entirely, apparently. No, no, they the are they're totally very intelligent. Yeah. What's the um, best
0: thing that an octopus has ever invented? Can, uh, can you do anything? Anything that an octopus can do,
3: uh, he, he's a better predictor of football games than me. Yeah. that uh, exactly.
0: <laughs> and you, you present However, a podcast about football. In
3: my defence, I am English-born, also. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> sure. That's reasonable and something to be proud of, right? But apparently, they they quite regularly like they they get out of tanks and stuff, thinking, oh, "I'll go and try and find some other water," and they just die. <laughs> Yeah, I've That's heard amazing. that before. In sort of zoos and stuff, they have to be really well Careful. looked after. Yeah, if they yeah. get out.
1: Yeah, think on Fabregas. Yeah, <laughs> well, sort of works. I don't know what that means. <laughs> he's, uh, he's trying to get out of one tank. He may not Die. have an eye on the way to Barcelona. Yeah. <laughs> Who Could knows? Happen. Could happen.
2: Well, do you remember when uh, some people, lots of people, have been trying to get Paul Octav- pull the octopus. Some people are actually, mm, some people to grill were trying him.
3: To get him. Yeah, <laughs> no, right. they right. weren't. No, Bully, right? they were yeah. trying
2: to. They were people were talking about grilling him. Yeah, they, they were- tapas.
3: Yeah. Oh, t- t- no, the Spanish <laughs>
2: were actually defending him, cos they, <laughs> they, they're, they're big fans of Paul there. Oh yeah, but bet they are. And they found us in a big pot. And, uh leave the Ghanaian man out of this <laughs>
3: <and> <laughs> Never. Uh, imagine that! Imagine what he was cooking up of. Cook him in the Ghanaian pot man's pot. <laughs> it would be right. <laughs> it would be-, it would Football. be poetic justice. <laughs> 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 I'm not sure why. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Football is eating itself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> well um this is all uh, conspired to um bring us uh, such a ridiculous uh, little story which a chinese film company um has now they're going to c- uh, come up with a comic suspense film called Kill Paul Octopus <laughs> oh.
3: Um, it's gone too far. Well, yeah. they
2: they they they're cast. <laughs> they, they're looking for an actor to play Paul. I assume that's another octopus. Yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> Zhao Zhang, who um, sent he sent he's the, the main man behind the film. He sent invitations to the aquarium in Germany, inviting Paul to attend the film premiere in China. <laughs> uh, and the octopus appearing in this film is an actor who looks similar to Paul.
3: An, uh, what an uh,
0: acting <laughs> octopus! Don't mean to sound racist, as we've you know discussed a lot of things, but yeah. surely they all look the same,
2: don't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: I thought you might be playing Billy the Squid. Yeah,
0: <laughs> do you know, do
2: you know. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? No, let's just gloss over that a little bit. <laughs> 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 there we are. I, the only place we can go now, yeah, is Diego Corner. Yeah, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, believe it or not, it's, it, it won't go away. <laughs> and Luke's gone there. We've rented so, it out to bring you some quite magnificent scenes from South
3: America, Luke. Yeah. Uh, hi, guys. Hello. <laughs> all right, yep. Hello. How's it going? We're yeah, here. All right, not too bad. Um, thanks for asking. Um, yeah, basically, Diego is still being Diego Maradona. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, that was always going to be the case. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm
3: not sure if he was always. I think he was always like this, but I thinking I'm much more aware of it now because I know that I've got to deliver in Diego Corner, so I'm always... <laughs> I, it doesn't ever pass me by anymore. Now you've
2: got a passport to Diego Corner.
3: Yeah. Well, I'm the custodian Are you? Yeah, really And no okay. one else is here um, But, um, yeah, the, the, the best thing is that, I mean, I've got a few things That he's been up to Right And you might have seen One or two of them But I'll, I'll lead with the best one Which is basically You remember last week We talked about him Going to see Hugo Chavez and, That's right um, Who's obviously the, um, uh, the The Venezuelan president Well, they're
2: just going to Play a bit of football Oh, they're not, yeah, they're
3: knocking about Playing yeah, a bit yeah. of football Softball <laughs> It must be cigars. sort
2: of I'd imagine w- they're just chilling They're probably not doing Anything harmless
3: Things have t- taking A much more serious twist <laughs> 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 I knife fight players, knife you know, fight do tell well do basically tell. you know well I'm not sure if anyone knows and, and I'm no um, expert Pete, did you just said knife fight yeah <laughs> they've got, they've got, not got that serious, I reckon yeah. they would
0: stay tuned though. I bet they do a bit yeah. of
3: Russian roulette <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, so, I'm no expert in international relations, but no, you no, may no. have seen in the news recently that um, Venezuela and uh, Colombia have had quite strained relations, and it's basically around... Um, Who would have thought? Vene- Colombia are accusing Venezuela of housing sort of Colombian rebels and looking after them and all this sort of stuff. I don't know if it's true or not. I'll get back to you. I'll ask Diego next yeah, time. I'll see yeah, you. Yeah. But, Venezuelan President Hugo Chavez <laughs> addressed the nation...
2: Well, Colombia sort of have a few links to the US... Well, exactly. There's well, some y- little thing there, and L- to cut a long story short. Yeah. Chavez
3: isn't happy with Colombia, and he took an opportunity <laughs> to give an interview addressing the nation about you know what his plans were, what <laughs> he was going to do, how he feels about Colombia, <laughs> what the um, sort of border relations are going to be like. Diego was there. <laughs> <laughs> Diego's boy is so standing next to him. Yeah. Oh, and uh, <laughs> and Diego chipped in. <laughs> saying I will support Hugo Chavez It's not even Venezuelan not even Venezuelan <laughs> <laughs> Venezuela. oh but he chipped in saying I will support Hugo Chavez until his ideals to the end it's an honour to be at his side because he fights for his ideals for the people for his country I am with him until death
0: <laughs> it's like we were saying earlier this world cup is taking over the world in a very terrifyingly <laughs> real way
1: I, ju- I just like the fact that, <laughs> that I can imagine Diego being exactly at ease uh, with uh, international foreign policy as he is yeah. with football well, to yeah. be fair It'll be alright It'll be yeah. fine
3: Why are you not signing Your new contract To be Argentina coach <laughs> For another four years there? Well, I've been I've been in Venezuela For <laughs> But that, let me put this In the perspective Starting a bit of a revolution Actually Let me put this In the perspective That is like the um, That is like David Cameron Saying he's closing The Channel Tunnel And bringing Gaza along Yeah And saying Because gonna say Yeah, well, you know I agree.
0: I'm with it <laughs> till I mean, death, you, you, you really <laughs> don't you do i want Gazz- a chicken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want Gaza turning up in inappropriate situations, do you? Yes. No. Surely, it it <laughs> must be said, actually, with that whole thing where Gaza was involved, surely his plan right was to use the fishing rod to get the chicken and the beer <laughs> into the guy.
3: <laughs> yes. Yeah, well, who knows? Who knows? But anyway, t- but, so. Um, There's more. Well, Chavez responded to Maradona's kind yeah. words by saying "Viva socialism, Viva the homeland, Viva sports, and Viva Maradona."
2: Yeah, Viva. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy well, on the I think that's
3: what Chavez said, but the details got a bit sketchy. <laughs> no, right. but anyway, um, yeah, a couple of other bits and pieces. He's 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 happy to carry on as Argentina coach. Oh, right, he is. But he's not having anyone getting involved. No, <laughs> unless it's Oscar Ruggieri, who's like his best mate, and he okay, was, I mean, okay, he's right. been denied him in the past. But he said, if they touch the kit man, if they touch the <laughs> massage therapist, I. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> I want to continue with the coaching staff and nobody touches any of them.
0: Why be so
3: aggressive all the time?
1: <laughs> Can the massage yeah. people touch you? Just oh. ask.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise we're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> but you went on to say something about like, if they even touch a hair on one of their heads, the deal's off. Oh, Is that how they weird. sack
0: people in the Argentinian <laughs> setup? And they just physically eject them from their job? <laughs> it must be. But...
3: You're probably thinking When he was in Venezuela He wouldn't have any other time To be doing anything else No
2: He's got to to go back to the AFA And have a word And say Are you going to be manager Well
3: if anything One left wing dictator Is probably enough Isn't (laughs) it (laughs) Uh, He he found time for another one Tell Fidel that I love him He says Um, (laughs) Mr Castro As he admits Being a long time um, Admirer of uh, Fidel Castro Yeah of course he is And uh, obviously A few of you uh, May remember that Maradona went there To get over his uh, Rather ugly drug addiction Yeah he did Yeah, But um, yeah That's it from the Area Corner now. (laughs) We were
0: there for ages.
3: Yeah, we were. I'll just lock up and I'll be back in a minute. (laughs) Dear idea.
2: It's turning into Diego Nation, (laughs) isn't (laughs) it? my goodness
1: well I've got an email Paint, finish us off with an email I will polish you off a Give happy, us a happy ending us <laughs> <We'll do it. coughs> this is from a young man by the name of Craig Ball from Newcastle oh yeah <laughs> I've heard of that where you uh, no uh, <laughs> ramble Foss- Oh uh. after listening to Drew Farmer's email last week about the World Cup Stadium in South Korea I felt inclined to write an email about the craziness is that a word yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah I think so yeah, it'll do. Uh, that is the K League I too am a foreign language teacher just out of Seoul and uh, decided to go watch the local team, FC Seoul, who play in their World Cup stadium. The K League has massive potential. Is it called FC Seoul?
3: Yeah. It sounds like a Duran Duran album. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: The K League has massive potential. Nearly everything is in place. Stadium, the big sponsors, transport, etc. All apart from the players. Uh, The K League has a three foreigner rule. Uh, FC uh, Seoul has players from Portugal, Brazil and Montenegro and automatically they are the best players on the team. (laughs) The standard is probably League One-esque but they try to play the ball on the floor the
0: League One in England rather than France I would
1: imagine Yeah exactly, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, As said previously attendances are indeed low Most kids haven't heard of the K-League teams and prefer the Premier League They love Bolton now for some reason which is no, just wrong he says That's,
0: that's a travesty
1: isn't yeah. it because <laughs> oh, of uh, yeah <laughs> I forgot Thank his name Marcus. Sorry Ex- <laughs> <the explanation>. <laughs> <laughs> it's, Craig. it's Craig, it's Craig Ball yeah. Craig Ball You stay on the ball So yeah. Uh, yeah However It has been improving FC Seoul Recently got 60,000 For a game Against their local <whistles> rivals ah, Sue One Blue Wings mm. Mm. Each team here Has a hardcore group Of fans known as The Ultras Who travel to all The home and away games That's just support Isn't it Oh, I know it's a big country But yeah. Uh, yeah. They take all sorts Of rubbish to the games Big Flags Vuvuzelas And Dram Rum kits. Each set Hits. of Hits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. symbols. Very really sharp symbol. <laughs> and one man band. A stool. Yeah. Each set of ultras has one man at the front who decides which songs to sing and for how long by simply gesturing with his hand how many times. This annoyed me in my drunken state during a game, so I went across to him and held up a different number. The other one thousand five hundred ish fans didn't have a clue what to do, so just stopped singing. <laughs> <laughs> you can start a chant, but can you stop one? Yeah, That's not yeah. bad, is it? Yeah. Uh, keep the good work, lads, and please give a shout out to the lads and lads glasses at Lokomotiv Ilzan the team he plays for over there we, ju- we just man. have
3: we just have yeah. good man good thanks for that yeah. interesting stuff yeah.
1: lovely stuff
2: uh, I like the uh, you know the whole f- the guy leading the chance the cheerleader yeah. if like, you will remember
3: FC Barlow one of them against yeah. them, in and the Europa League that's it. Yeah, he, was, he, was, he, was he was superb
2: he was passionate a friend of mine once went to watch Interplay and he said there was one there this was a few years ago I don't know if it's the same now but he just like he just he had a I think he had a megaphone and he described him as a leader of war. You know, <laughs> he was just like he was blah. Like, you know, yeah, was just yeah. absolutely crazy. Yeah. Absolutely crazy. It's great stuff. Right, ladies and gentlemen. Profile time.
3: Very dynamic, yeah. yeah. Remember that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I
2: do. Oh, it's uh, it's it's Socrates Brasileiro Sao Paulo de Souza Vieira de Oliveira.
3: Should we just call him Socrates? Let's yeah. call him Socrates. Else <laughs>
2: <though>. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Doctor. <laughs> the Doctor, <great> stuff. <laughs> my goodness. We, we've talked about this man a number of mm. times on the show. Yeah. Well, now we're going to focus in on him in well, the profile. What a man! What a mighty good man. Uh, would you call it? Would w- can I call him an elegant? Midfield general can do what you want.
3: Yeah, you can. he was, was an attacking for me. he was an attacking midfielder, very rangy, swally um, Yes, yeah, swally is a good, actually, a great way of describing him.
1: He, yeah. he w- the sort of few times that I've actually seen full games with him involved in. Yeah, he always used to pass the ball and then run forward. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but yeah. uh, he not like that
3: Snail though, <laughs> and he still managed <laughs> to sort of get around people and score incredible goals. <laughs> Don't have a go at him. Well, no. one thing I would say is that, and you'll probably come to this in a minute, he was impossibly prolific for a midfielder. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> loads of goals yeah, did, I know he played a bit Further forward uh, on, on occasion But he scored a lot of goals He did score a lot
2: of goals Yeah um, But I mean This man He He um I, he's just not your average footballer <laughs> and that's man, why he's like, in here in fact an
3: average man yeah. no. I,
2: this guy is incredibly hes like 10 feet tall wasn't he well <laughs> it, yeah he's he's huge. He's, Well, he's six 6'4 can, can I say but now you and I are 10 feet tall <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> this is not the point but these days he looks a bit like Matthew Kelly
1: he does Yeah. <laughs> he like yeah, yeah.
3: like he a seems like the result
0: Matthew of Kelly. lots of kind of smoking well no acid trips of various <laughs> people that have dreamed this man into existence yeah <laughs> uh, you bet good um, <laughs> had uh, to be said nice. had said
2: um yeah, j- incredible man. I and mean, he, he, straight from the off, I mean, he, apparently his childhood heroes were Fidel Castro and John Lennon.
0: <laughs> Serious <laughs> kid? Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly,
2: yeah. Um, he began his career uh, with Botafogo. And he had a decent scoring record there for a, for a midfielder in his sort of league appearances, 57 league appearances and 24
3: goals. Wow. <laughs> but so but I need to stress that he did play further forward on occasion. He did, he did play as behind the striker as well yeah. sometimes. Yeah, so, you know. Um, I'm not taking anything away from him. I'm just pointing that out. Uh, that's
0: right. Um, He's
3: better uh, than Jerry right let's put that,
0: <laughs> yeah, let's put that well no could he cut it on a wet Tuesday etc et <laughs> um, <laughs> let's bin that uh, off forever
3: yeah. <laughs> few, I already had
2: <laughs> a few years later he went to Corinthians and this is where lion share this is where the man really showed his true colours mm. you talk about his goal scoring record again league appearances 297 league appearances 172 goals yeah Socrates a, a, of Corinthians striker. Brilliant. striker yeah. would yeah. be well happy with that oh, yeah, over you know. the moon um Now, this is where we really begin to sort of see the man's full uh, range of skills in, in every capacity of life, really. Yeah. He co-founded... Now, this is when Brazil was under um, uh, a militant dictatorship. Mm. He co-founded a democracy movement at Corinthians. <laughs> uh, th- this was showing his deta- uh, distaste for the country's uh, military dictatorship. Joey Barton-esque! <laughs> <laughs> and this is... A, in, in many
0: ways, he was a precursor to Joey. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but this is... Uh, y- such, this is serious stuff I mean p- people in Brazil and a lot of s- South American countries but they just go they disappear you know this yeah. was a seriously bold thing
1: to do he yeah. used to wear like t-shirts and stuff didn't
3: that's so. right, get yeah, vote he like that's right yeah. H- yeah. him
2: and his mate, uh, teammates uh, wore shirts bearing the word democracy on them just <laughs> incredible scenes big legs. it really, was. It really was and he said that winning the Sao Paulo state title in 1982 wearing those shirts uh, was the most perfect moment he ever lived
3: so far uh, <laughs> yeah, that well, was before he went to Garforth Town presumably Well, <laughs> we, okay,
2: don't jump the guns Sorry, yeah. <laughs> um, he said he, yeah, that everybody at the club had the same right to vote the person who looked after the kit and the president all their votes had the same way and this he transformed well he was one of the guys who helped uh, Sao Paulo the club had become the only one in the world at the time to run on a democratic basis as a symbol of rejection to the military regime that's interesting
3: that's incredible yeah. that
2: was incredible you know so um, let's uh, go back to the football. Um, he uh, he wasn't a teenage star. Uh, growing up, really, he was a big player, but it never. We, we know so many Brazilians who were great at young ages. He yeah. didn't
3: make his international debut to about twenty-five. Well, that's think. right, and the reason
2: for that is uh, he delayed his his uh, lost in international <laughs> career. Yeah, uh, until the age of twenty-five, so he could complete his studies as a doctor. Mm. <laughs> D- Someone uh, fall back on it. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's similar to red. Joey Barton. <laughs> Stop saying Joey Sorry, Barton. Am I mail. cheapening it? Um, <laughs> as always. Um, that is just incredible. You mm. do, this is what I'm saying. Very, very different to most people, let alone football. He's, he's
3: a doctor now. Sports um, medicine yeah,
2: or science. It when yeah, did yeah. he
0: sleep? I just oh, the training know. to be a yeah. doctor must be so intense. I know, it's, you know, Brazil in the in the seventies or whenever. But mm, even yeah. so, I'm sure I'm sure yeah. you
1: can't just become a doctor quite easily. Oh, you say it's like the ear levels of like the past. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <I see. laughs> Five minutes in the hospital, you're a doctor. That's oh. it. That's it. Um, uh, yeah, it Doogie Howser. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um,
2: uh, as we said, you know, what a great player, wonderful skills, incredible vision. Um, uh, someone once said, he just whenever he had the ball he seemed to have so many options and you know that when a player has that a bit like Raquel in a way, but uh, you know, it is an obvious one to, to cite in the Well the hallmark era. of a
3: quality football player is in my opinion, the one of the, the easiest ways to spot a class player is no matter how high the standard, how much the congestion in the middle of the park, they've always got time on the ball. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. And you always can't go always got space. Mm. He's yeah. finds yeah. his
1: own space. Yeah. That's right. You, and it
3: happens lose. at all levels. You, you play <coughs> at a reasonably poor level like we do, you still get players knocking around who still always find space. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, an an it's an awareness. It's an awareness of
2: yeah, that
0: the yeah, last yeah. split second you have with which to release the
2: ball. why at our level they might be offside. Yeah, but um, (laughs) he uh, he was a bit of a bugger for uh, a back heel. Oh,
3: that was just just like his signature move. Yeah, yeah,
2: did that quite a lot. That's right. Um, And of course, these skills and the fact that he was a medical student, uh, he got the nickname the doctor.
3: You happy with that? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now the the fact that he was a doctor. (laughs) Well, that's it. The the doctor. Um,
2: (laughs) uh, (laughs) Let's uh, possibly his. crowning moment for certainly for people outside of brazil knowing the great man he captain brazil to the 1982 world cup yeah and this team features falcao zico uh, cerezo and uh, just one of the great sides in World Cup history, yeah. and definitely one of the best sides never to have won well, it.
0: Well yeah, they're largely sort of credited as being the greatest side never to win it, aren't they?
2: Well, yeah, they're they're Well played with Dutch '74 yeah, the and then Dutch, the, the yeah. mighty Maggies of Hungary. Some of
1: the goals they scored in that yeah. competition,
3: England. And then he England scored as well. Ten. I mm. mean, the
2: goal against
1: Soviet Union.
3: But one, one thing's worth mentioning is that um, oh, it's two players and then hit
1: top left one. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. We've
3: we've mentioned this before, but they're actually highly more highly regarded than yeah. the '94 winning mm. team. Yeah,
1: yep. you know, and that's that's how much they rate them. You know, that's right. That goal he finished off against Italy as well. Oh yeah, M Z.
2: Or, yeah, a different class. That is. Yeah, absolutely different class. Um, and this was, of course, under uh, the great Brazilian coach Tele Santana, mm. who uh, just briefly touching him. He, he his philosophy was there was much more to football than just the result. And the fi- if he he said that if the final score is the only point of interest, then we might as well all give up and get into numerology um, because <laughs> football is not all about winning. I think probably he'd go for being a doctor, maybe. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, some of the England players, England players agree with that. Yeah,
2: well, there's another choice. <laughs> uh, and uh, the Brazilian side, the the, the style and the. Just the sheer joy in which they played football, and just how beautiful it was. It was, you know, Joga Bonita. <laughs> you know I mean? it, it really was. And and they are remembered much more than um, so many other sides, and uh, even World Cup winners. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I mean, can you imagine if they won the thing? You know, yeah. again, I suppose
0: it's comparable to the way we look at the um, 1990 England side You know, they, they held held in real esteem because they actually sort of put in a decent performance mm. by our standards. So, I mean, for for bearing in mind what a sort of like rich history Brazil has as a nation yeah, that's such yeah. an achievement for yeah. Australia I well, it five times them, them to stand out you know, like
2: that yeah absolutely and um, they will you know it, someone made a good point you know that What if they'd won the trophy, you know, in 1982? Could they have been a blueprint for for future sides? You know, and it's one of those big ifs and buts. It's such a shame. But uh, but Socrates uh, himself, you know, clearly he he got a lot of his football perspective and, and football... Philosophies from Tele Santana. Big influence on the man. And, and, and uh, Socrates, uh, Socrates himself said when, when talking in London quite recently, he said, To win is not the most important thing. Football is an art and should be showing creativity. If, if uh, Vincent van Gogh and Edgar Degas had known when they were doing their work, the level of recognition they were going to have, they would not have done the same thing. You have to enjoy doing the art and not think, Will I win? Mm. There's
3: incredible things. Yeah. Uh, so part of me thinks it's, it's a bit too idealistic for me. But I mean, on the other hand, I sort of think, well, football started as like a leisure pursuit. It started yes, s- yeah. as a way to pass the time and enjoy yourself. And I think there is a certain element of of that everyone's lost sight of that because of the money involved and because mm-hmm. of the pressure. And it's an interesting way of looking at it. And I think... It, Again, it is a bit idealistic, but yeah. it's, still, it's, a, it's a welcome way of thinking about football, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's nice to have idealists. Absolutely.
2: It? Well, he said, yeah, uh, totally, Jamie. He said that uh, with regards to Brazil's failure at the 2010 World Cup, he said, Brazilians weren't disappointed because they didn't expect to win. Dunga's approach did not reflect uh, what Brazilians are really like, and this was not enough creativity. Um, but going back to his uh, playing career, uh, Socrates, he said he was n- not an ordinary athlete. I think it's uh, safe to, to say. <laughs> um, I don't think he l- looked at himself as athlete as well he, he smoked a, a pack or two of cigarettes a day I'm going to a game then <laughs> yeah, probably <laughs> yeah. he did appear to kind of have a fag on you know when he strolled <laughs> around he the didn't he famously
0: party. have a f- fag at half time Possibly, a few what, players do that, don't they?
3: I know he was advised that if he wanted to carry on playing football at a certain age, he'd have to give up smoking. <laughs> so he gave up football.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's bad even for a doctor.
3: Isn't <laughs> yeah, it? No, no, yeah. exactly. it's no
2: excuse. It really isn't. Um, and maybe this is one of the reasons why he never really settled in Italy, because he went to play for Fiorentina. Mm. Imagine yeah. him in that kit. Mm. Oh yeah Majestic Don't wa- need to, You can vision. watch it if you want yeah, well. um, <laughs> It um, actually
3: happened Yeah
2: exactly And <laughs> <laughs> he said that the lifestyle He said the lifestyle never suited him He said uh, I was a year in Florence with Fiorentina And sometimes I didn't want to train But to hang out with friends Party or have a smoke There's more to life than football <laughs> But, you, but Europe can be very regimented. you you
3: run that past the gaffer? Yeah. do that at work? Yeah. Well, sometimes you don't want to come to work. Sometimes you want to sit in the pub with your mates and have a smoke. Yeah. What? Where, where you are you? That? Where are you? Why <laughs> haven't you turned up to work? Oh, I'm hammered. Yeah. There's more to life than this. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I do still want the paycheck. <laughs>
0: oh dear. But with that attitude, but he's achieved
2: so much yeah. as well. Mm. It's, a, it's such a funny one. Um, but he said, <laughs> you know, he, he mentioned that in Brazil, the way we live is not like Europe. Where you're, you you have your schedule for the whole year. We don't know what we are doing for the next fifteen minutes. Yeah. If you are born a Brazilian, when you play abroad, it doesn't matter how long you stay away; this stays inside you. Now, this was a guy from a very um, well-to-do middle-class background, yeah, he had a background yeah. and he has these ideals. You know, when you see these um, lads from the slums and they come over, and as we've discussed many times, and they they go a bit off the rails, mm. it's hardly surprising, really. Mm. Um, in 1986, uh, Socrates was playing again for Brazil in the World Cup in Mexico, and uh, France and Platini uh, beat them on penalties in the quarterfinal after a great game and unfortunately the big man Socrates missed one of those penalties Mm. um and uh, he his goal scoring record for Brazil you know, is pretty good. I think it's twenty two goals in sixty games. so
3: right, it? you know,
2: I mean that's more than a, just more than a third. Um, sorry, that's more a goal every third game yeah. for, uh, for Brazil, which is, which is great stuff. Uh, after the eighty six World Cup, he played for Flamengo and Santos, but he didn't really play that much again after the World Cup. Couldn't be bothered? Well, it really was. Like it, it was, it was. I think it was in the, the remaining three
1: years of his
3: career you can just imagine the conversation with the manager and, the, and Socrates um, <laughs> Socrates are you up for the next game well when is it you know, I don't know I tell me what, what it is it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. get a diary no yeah. I'm away that weekend I'll <laughs> say, can I say yes now <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: because
1: <laughs> heavy I've, pencil I've
3: got, no, I've got nothing <laughs> right at the moment alright I'll pencil it in yeah <laughs> um, Socrates we're about to kick off where have you been just, just get get some fags <laughs>
2: <laughs> just be can I there. just have ten minutes yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so uh, in his retirement, he uh, added to his uh, a list of uh, honours uh, decorate in philosophy um, yeah. he, uh, he does continue to practice medicine in in the town of uh, Riberao uh, Preto. And uh, he, he's also a commentator on football and, and cultural issues. And he's currently writing a novel, apparently, about uh, Brazil in 2014.
3: Yeah, it's, 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 it's like the a World fi- Cup. Yeah, it's like, yes, sorry, it's like yeah. a fictional novel yeah. based around the next World Cup, isn't it? In yeah, Brazil. About mm-hmm. love
1: and life and yeah. s-
3: the carnival. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. I'll read yeah. it. <laughs>
0: I would learn Portuguese for it. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not true. <laughs> he,
2: he, he said that uh, the best thing that football gave me was the chance to get to know human beings. And he, I got to meet uh, a lot of people who suffered and a lot of those on the other side of society. If I'd have stayed a doctor, I'd have just stayed in one area of society and only got to know one side of life. Hmm. Nowadays, people sell the idea to children that football can make you rich and famous, but that's not all. Um, so, you know, he, again, he's got the, the right ideals. Yeah. Um, it, also, it's worth mentioning that his brother, Rye... Uh, also played for Brazil and he was in the the World Cup winning squad in
3: 1994 he was captain at the start and Dunga took over didn't that's right he He, he actually scored in the first game against Russia he did score he got a penalty I think it was a header it's not a penalty did he Oh, so he was was it a penalty. He's he scored it. Yeah, yeah, you're the right. It was a.
2: Yeah, yeah I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, took over as captain, didn't he? the header. Head. Yeah. It wasn't a header; it was from a corner. Yeah. Um, what was nice as well though that his brother Rai did link up with Telly Santana in the early '90s with Sao Paulo, hmm. and the two of them are considered to have played a, a leading role in uh, Sao Paulo being the, the, the Brazilian team with the most international uh, awards because they won a few of the um, World Club Championships. Yeah.
3: Uh, Rai was, sort of a in the family, bit of He's about nine years younger than soccer Yeah, he's got a world. Cup winners' medal, and Socrates hasn't, so. Yeah, yeah, but obviously Socrates is held. Oh, absolutely. But Ryan's a big so- player, too.
2: Yeah, a great player. A very good player. Uh, also played for Paris Saint Germain in Europe. Um, now, uh, let's fast forward a few years to 2004. This is more than a decade after retiring, and bearing in mind the man didn't exactly uh, you know, work yeah. up too much of a sweat when playing. <laughs> um, he made an outrageous comeback, uh, Socrates, <laughs> playing for Garforth Town in the Northern Counties East League in England. Um, Stand- uh, uh, well, we say a comeback. I mean, it was a brief... Mm-hmm. E- Twelve minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, Let's bo- him start. He got bored. <laughs> he said that he, he you know, he'd smoked too many cigarettes and then it was cold and but
3: yeah. that's because of the guy I forget was, his name he was, was he 50 or something Is yeah it, he was in his 50s yes. there's a guy called Simon someone who set up a lot of um, futsal things and he's got a lot of contacts over in Brazil he, he managed to get a number of other, other Brazilian players to right, play yeah. the guy
0: Romario up. I believe as well. S- someone
3: like that yeah I, I a bit sketching the details but it was definitely a, 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 a more of a constant thing rather than just a one off I heard it was, right heard it was it.
0: Romario and he scored
3: a million goals
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: he's top scorer in the league though. yeah. yeah <laughs> um, uh, you know, currently he gives lots of seminars about leadership uh, human relations he did one in London recently uh, yeah that's, that's with um, Alex yeah.
3: Bayos, who wrote um, Football, The Brazilian Way of Life, which yeah. is definitely my book of the week. I recommend Right, okay. <laughs> um, Not Socrates' fictional. Uh, well, that's not we out yet, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it will be. I've got to get eyes on it
2: first. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I think he's spreading himself too thin. <laughs> oh, yeah, Socrates. you said this earlier, Pete. He's, he's, um, he's a cons- uh, consultant for social projects, cultural projects. Uh, he writes for newspapers, magazines about sport and other things. And like ambassadors for Benson, Hedges. Uh, he's still playing music. He's got a theatre project. <laughs> spreading himself too thin, you <laughs> <I> think, <laughs>
1: But well, uh, what a man. I've uh, only got one theatre project on the go. <laughs> <Yeah. Exactly.
2: laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, Peter, we hardly knew he. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, anyway, I shall uh, I shall finish. It, perhaps uh, the, the the inductee who's been quoted the most in the Dean Windus. Hall yeah, Let's yeah. Yeah, um, we'll so get back to you on that. So, uh, so I, shall, I shall finish with a quote. He said, When I named one of my sons Fidel, my mother said, That's a bit of a strong name to give a child. Mother, I said. Look at what you did to me.
3: Oh. <laughs> Come in, Socrates. you're welcome.
0: Come yeah. on in. Got a gotcha doctor
3: in there now. Yeah, exactly. There's probably injured players in there that yeah, have been yeah, needing yeah. that for literally years. You can yeah. teach Brian Clover a thing or two. It's like a look at Paul McGrath's knee while you're in there. Right?
2: <laughs> Marvellous people, that is the end of the Football Ramble. I hope you've had a lovely time. If you want to get in touch with us, the email address is podcast at thefootballramble.com. And of course, the website is
0: thefootballramble.com. James. Yes, um, some of you will be aware that in a couple of weeks I'm off to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival to uh, perform some lols, hopefully. (laughs) Um, If you are in Scotland or you're going up there. (laughs) (laughs) If you you are heading up to the festival or you you are Scottish and would like to come along, I've got a couple of shows on. One is called Beer Goggles where uh, myself and another comic called Ben Vanderveer will be discussing, um, you know, whether the glass is half empty or half full. You can probably work out which side I'm going to be canvassing for. Uh, That's at a club called Cabaret Voltaire which is, um, uh, well, if you want to look it up, the postcode is EH11QR that's from the 7th to the 28th and that is at 1.30 to 2.30 the second one is called Fancy a Threesome which is at the (laughs) Le Monde Hotel on George Street um that's from the fourth to the thirtieth of August. You can actually get tickets in advance for this one, which are just a fiver. That's uh, if you want to get tickets, the number is O one three one double two six zero 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 or fringe at Lamond at Gmail dot com. Uh, sorry, fringe at Lamond bookings at Gmail dot com. So you can get tickets there. So, yeah, um, come along and I'll see you there.
3: That means Jim's not going to be here for a while in August because he's doing that instead. I'd like to see you do some stand-up with like maybe a Barcelona fan We used to have a massive slanging match. Yeah. <laughs> and
0: he can force, a sh- uh, yeah. force an Arsenal shirt on him <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he revenge, shuts yeah. up. <laughs> you can deliver punchlines in Spanish. Can't you? Yeah. Oh, okay. I can deliver punches. <laughs> yeah, good. You'll
2: need to. Uh, <laughs> say goodbye, Lukey. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Pete. Letters. Say goodbye, James. Bye. We'll have right, to have a fag with Socrates. Cheers. <laughs>
3: Right. I'm, I'm a simple Geordie <coughs> bastard. Hey, he's not a Geordie. Nor is he simple. <laughs> your, leg's your leg's very hot. I'm hot. Does anyone want I get into my pants? I want to play football. Eight I want to play football them. again. Oh. Last time you already pissed off, and shouting at everyone, so you Yeah, well, <laughs> got resulted, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> we- when you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer.